Agent Power Huddle is a daily jumpstart, giving you all the tools you need to create an amazing real estate career. Led by top experts in the field, you'll learn how to sell more houses in less time while creating the life you want. Welcome to the Agent Power Huddle. Welcome to Agent Power Huddle and welcome to my first ever show on Friday, my regular show, Spilling the Tea with Amy, (laughs) where we're going to spill the tea every Friday on all things real estate. So I am excited. Sometimes we're going to spill the tea with me and sometimes I'm going to have special guests to help us spill some tea together. So we're going to pull back to the curtain on all the things that we're all thinking and experiencing, but maybe we're just not talking about it at a deep level. So we're going to do it here. And you can, if you're here live, I love it. Welcome. Put your camera on and drop stuff in the chat and be interactive because that gives me energy. I want to see you and hear you. Um, but if you're not, we're on it. Well, this is a podcast. So we're on Apple Podcasts, we're on Spotify, we're on YouTube. Get out there and find us. So you can catch all of these episodes, not only mine, but all of them from the week. So catch them, catch them, catch them. So, all right, this week, we're going to play an oldie but goodie, an old game. Anybody remember two truths and one lie? Did you ever play that in college or in high school? Okay, well, I haven't played it in a long time, so you are going to play with me today. So there, here we go. So I'm going to share three statements with you. Two are truths. And one is a big fat lie. (laughs) And I want you to guess which ones are the truths and which one is the lie. And then I'm going to break them down for you. Sound good? Thumbs up. Okay. So lots of you are here. So in the chat, I'm going to read these three statements. And I want you to tell me after each statement, if you can, if it's a truth or a lie. So Statement number one, you can make six figures in your first 12 months in real estate. Is that a truth or is that a lie? Hmm. Okay. All right. We got some truths in there. You Statement number two, you must make significant sacrifices to build and grow a successful real estate business. Is that a truth or is that a lie? Hmm. Statement three, you ready for statement three? Ooh, that one, we've got true sand lies. Ooh, we got more lies. Okay, uh, statement number three, the most successful effective agents spend more time working smarter. Is that a truth or a lie? Hmm, quick decisions. Okay, guys, got a couple truths. All right, so let's break them down. Let's break them down. So. Uh, truth number, well, no, I'll give you the first statement. The first statement is you can make six figures in your first 12 months in real estate. That is a truth. So if you said truth, you win. Um, that is a truth. But if you didn't say truth, you didn't lose, right? We just want to shift your perspective a little bit today. And so let's talk about it. So the lie in that truth, right? The lie is that people, especially other agents, especially in social media communities, sometimes at your brokerage, sometimes as early as in your real estate classes, people tell you you won't make a check for at least six months. And you certainly won't make six figures in your first year. And that is a big fat lie. It is not 
true. Now, is it true that there are people that believe that? And as a result, for whatever reason, nothing wrong, they're not bad, but for whatever reason, they don't make the money they want to make the first year. Sure. Sure, that's true. And will there be a period of time when you start in real estate that you're building your business and you don't have any income? Yes, there will be that in real estate. But it does not have to be six months. It does not have to be one year. And it does not have to be that you make crappy money your first year in real estate. I'm not saying you shouldn't be prepared when you start into this career or if you're picking it back up. I've had my license for a while and I did it, but I had to take a break for whatever reason and I'm back. You should be prepared that we're not going to wake up with our shiny new real estate license and make money tomorrow, but we can shorten that curve and we can make the money that we want to make. Um, in this business. So this doesn't just apply to new agents. This applies to the seasoned agents that life a lot requires them to take a break or um, sometimes they experience burnout and they step back and then they make the decision to come back later. Um, so story time. When I started in real estate, everyone told me no money for six months. And people in my brokerage that I joined just weren't really interested in helping me. Um, I transitioned from a six-figure corporate job into this new world of building a real estate business. Now, I had always worked for someone else. I was very successful, but I worked for other people. I was awesome in corporate America. I was at the top of my game. I was failing forward. I was making an impact. I loved it. I was telling people, I'm never leaving this company. I'm here for life. I would use the company's name and say, this company for life. I'm going to retire from here. So I really, really loved it until I felt a ceiling coming. And until I was tired of making the sacrifices that I really didn't love anymore. And I had never started my own business before. And it never occurred to me that I couldn't replace my six-figure income quickly because I was awesome. And I knew that I was awesome. So I just thought those skills translated and would apply. Um, couple that with, um, so I had the confidence that I could figure it out and learn fast. Couple that with, I had just moved to a new state where I didn't know anyone and I didn't even consider that, right? That's real. And wait, there's more. I told my husband, don't worry, I'll replace my six figure income in six months. So we had a deal. This was the deal. If by month six in the business, that month I didn't make what I would have made at that company, I would get a job. And I wasn't even worried about that. I was like, yeah, laugh at me and laugh with me, folks, because this is real stuff. I can't make this stuff up. And then I just convinced myself, right? I just convinced myself I could do this. And everyone around me told me, no, no way you can't. No one that I met early in real estate told me I could do it. Clearly, I had not found the right try. Um, you, know, you know what else they told me? They told me I could expect if I was lucky to make money after six months and then in the second six months, maybe make $10,000 because I was new. Then they told me I might be lucky to double that in year two. Who wants to hear that when they're new in their career, right? Especially, what was I? I'm 47 now, so I was 40 years old. 
especially at 40 years old, right? You don't want to hear that at 20 either, but you certainly don't want to hear that at 40. Um, after so, so anyway, I joined my shiny new brokerage <laughs> and I got myself a mentor who was going to train me and give me systems and teach me everything I needed to know. And Every time I tried to learn something, people gave me short, nondescript answers, laughed at me, not with me, and covered their papers like we were in grammar school and I was walking down the aisle to sharpen my pencil during a test. Don't look at my answers, right? What, what world did I just enter? Are you kidding me? No wonder people want to quit. Right. So I was like, now fast forward, but let's go back. That was September of 2014. Fast forward to January of 2015. Finally, five months in, I made my first month of income and it beats what I would have made at the corporate job. Yay me. (laughs) It took me four months, almost five of wasting time, wasting money, researching, throwing things at a wall to see what would stick, keeping my mindset positive, ignoring negative Nellies all around me, um, and some that weren't negative, but just were stingy, not going to share my knowledge, stingy, right? To start to get some stuff to the closing table. Now, let me tell you this. Every month, since January of 2015, I've done that. And I'm in my eighth year. Wow, that's, I'm pretty excited. That is pretty cool. But let me tell you this too. I am not special. I mean, I think I'm special, I like myself, but I'm not better than or smarter than anybody, (laughs) right? I don't have better skills in all areas. Am I skilled? Yes. Have I learned a lot? Yes. But what I've done to replace my corporate income and consistently keep it replaced and grow it every month, every year for seven years going into my eighth year is not anything that anyone else in this room listening to this on a podcast on YouTube can't do. When you know the right activities, which I didn't, but I learned, when you do them every single day, every day, every day that you work, because you should take a day off. And if you're not taking a day off, start taking a day off. That's a whole nother day, a whole nother topic. But you, every single day, you do your activities that you work. You hold yourself accountable and you get yourself into a community where others will hold you accountable. Look, that is important for so many of us. If you are the rare person and you're out there and man, I wish I had your skill set. But if you're the rare person that doesn't need that, it's okay. That's great. Then don't. But if you're anybody that needs to be held accountable, get in a community where people will hold you accountable without making you feel bad about yourself. Practice your daily mindset, create new routines. It's just like you have to treat it like if you were going into the office or you were going to a job or you were responsible to someone on a time clock somewhere you now need to act the same way in your business, except you're the boss, right? You're the CEO and you're the worker, right? We are out here. And you know what? Find mentors that care about you and your success. 
we're out here and we don't have to be in your state. We can be anywhere. Look at what technology allows us to do. Um, I had a lot of bad mentors. Trust me, if there's a mistake to be made, I have made it. <laughs> um, things to keep to keep in um, in mind. Figure out what you're willing to do. Look, some of you are not willing to door knock. Some of you are not willing to cold call. That's okay. I'm going to say things that are different than other people. That is okay. But you have to figure out what you are willing to do. Because here's the thing. It all works. It works in your market. I don't care where your market is. I have coached enough agents nationally to know that it all works in every market when you do it daily and you stick with it and you have a discipline around it. So you can't convince me that it doesn't work in your market. What the, the issue is, you're not willing to do certain things. And people are making you feel bad about that. Well, don't let them. I am not willing to door knock. I've done it. I don't like it. And I'm not willing to do it. But then I have to figure out what I am willing to do. I was not willing to cold call until I tried it. And then I had success. And then I became willing to cold call. Right. But that's me. And there are a thousand things you can do, right? So we have to figure out what it is you're willing to do that you can do consistently. Also, you have to think this way. You're always building 90 days out. Day one in the business, day 4 million in the business. You're always building 90 days out. What you are doing today comes February, March, and April. What you are doing in February comes March, April, and May. Year round, if you take off November and December, you don't have business until February or March unless you get an unexpected transaction you couldn't have planned for from a referral from someone. That's reality. That's the reality. If you do that any time of the year, I can say that. So businesses, think about your favorite restaurant, right? Does it shut down because it needs a few days off? No, it's a business. So is real estate. Real estate is a business. We don't shut down. Do we run 24-7? No. But we have hours of operation. We have standards. I know some of us aren't here yet. That's okay. But we want to get there. You're always building 90 days out. I have coached brand new agents across the country and in my market who have are brand new or have held their license for a while, but just have done a transaction here or there, two six figures in 12 months or less. It is possible. It's just about behaviors, activities, routines. That's the first one. Okay, next statement. You must make significant sacrifices to build and grow a successful real estate business. That's a lie. That one is not a truth. That is a big fat lie. I don't know how you guys voted. I think we had some votes, <laughs> but some votes for both on that. So, but Amy, why is it a big fat lie? You do not have to work 70 to 90 hours every single week, sacrificing your self-care, your friends, your family, your hobbies to build a successful real estate business. It is not true. Real estate, what is true is this. Real estate provides limitless opportunity for those, you ready? For those that develop the skills, the disciplines that work the right activities. And the word right means the right things that generate money, but the right things that you're willing to do. It's both folks, it's both. 
you have to know what you're willing to do and then do it over and over again. But it must be a money making activity. So in order for that to work, you have to implement systems. You have to implement processes. Use the tools available to you. Right. Maybe in the beginning, we have just a few tools. Right. Maybe because maybe we don't have a lot of money for tools to buy things. And I'm not saying you should run and buy anything anyway. I'm just saying, you know, maybe we don't. And we sometimes use that as a limiting belief, like, oh, I don't have the shiny tools, so I can't. It's not true. There are low cost and no cost ways to generate your real estate business, to build your pipeline. So then if you want to invest, you can. Um, you have to those that stay in a positive mindset and are vigilant and showing up daily to reach their goal. If you do nothing that I said, but show up every day. And tell everybody with a pulse that you're in real estate, it will start to stick. Now, it might take a while if that's all you're doing. Trust me, tried it, <laughs> but it will stick. So I want to make sure I'm clear that this includes taking care of yourself and your relationships and making sure you have the downtime you need to come back swinging again and again. Um, sacrifice does not equal success. It doesn't. Sacrifice does not equal success. And it is certainly not the, old, the, the road there. So I know people who sacrifice themselves, their relationships, um, their hobbies, so that they can have success. And they're not successful by their own admission. I'm not judging anybody's success because success is personal, right? It's about how you define success. And I know people that are high, are regarded as highly successful that sacrifice everything and don't feel successful. They might look like it and they might have a lot of money in the bank, but they don't believe or feel that they're successful. And while I know a lot of these people, I was one of those people. So I told you I made money fast and I kept it up. But that was that I did it crazy, right? I worked the 70 and 90 hours a week. Um, I was one of those people. I left corporate America for a lot of reasons. But one of the reasons was so I could take my kids to school every day and I could pick them up and I could go to lunch with, at, with your child on lunch with your child day. And I could be room mom and go to the Easter party if I wanted to. And I could be here for their little friends to swim in the pool in the summer after school or when they were off school. Um, I was I didn't want to fight for the vacation time that I earned in 20 years of service so that I could take another field trip with my kid. You know, I was just tired of justifying that and but when I first got into real estate trying to figure it out, I began to slowly sacrifice the very things I left corporate America for and the very things I told my family that I left corporate America for. And you know, kids, kids will tell you the truth. And my kids would tell me, We see you less. You're in the town, you're not on a plane in some country calling us but we see you less. You're at the dinner table, but you're not at the dinner table. And that's, that's just a hard truth. I floundered a lot. You know, I didn't know what I was doing in the old story I told you, right? Where I just struggled to get there. I floundered a lot, guys. My script stunk. 
I had some skills, but not all of them. I discounted. I told you I was a rock star in corporate America. I discounted all of those skills. I forgot about them. I didn't see how my past skills translated to real estate. I didn't have systems. I didn't have processes at first. I wasn't using the tools available to me. And then I was, but then I wasn't using them optimally, but I kept showing up every day. Just kept showing up always with a mindset of I've got this. I am not going back to corporate America. I'm not going to sacrifice my relationships with these kids. I'm going to figure this out. Just the discipline to show up and show out. And I kept asking for help, right? So I had a hard time finding great help, finding the right tribe, tribe but I kept trying. And even those um, who tried to trip me in the process, because that happens too, let's be honest, we're spilling the tea. That happens too. People that tried to trip me in the process and were not supportive, I learned from them too. I learned what not to do when I figured this out. And I always knew I would figure it out. People buy with you because of you. So remember who you are. In my past, past career, I charmed the pants off places like the Ritz-Carlton Hotels, their executives, Stanford Hospital, some of the most prestigious hospitality and healthcare organizations in the world. I was behind a lot of their processes. And I forgot that. And I either charmed them with my knowledge, with my can-do attitude, or with my ability to figure it out when I didn't know and my transparency along the way. Does that sound like skills that translate to real estate? They all do, but I didn't see that, right? And so I worked more and I worked harder to make more money, but that didn't do it either because I was make, first I wasn't making the money, then I was making the money and I was using all the time I had to work to make the money as an excuse to neglect myself. I got up to almost 400 pounds, right? I was overweight anyway, but I got, I was much more overweight and I stopped doing hobbies. I'm a terrible singer, but I love to sing and dance. I quit doing it. Um, and I wasn't really present in my relationships. If I could do all those things for all those corporations, right? And I was clearly getting strangers that I didn't know to do business with me. Couldn't I do it in a different way so that I didn't have to sacrifice myself? Those are my superpowers. What are yours? You have superpowers. If you are living and breathing and hearing my voice, you have superpowers right? So I want you to think about two questions. What are your superpowers? And if you're not driving and you're sitting down, I want you to write that down. What are my superpowers? And then I want you to answer it honestly. And then when you first write the first three things, that's garbage, go deeper. You're better than even that. What are you great at? Like super at, and you just know it. Maybe you don't want to shout it from the rooftops, though you should, but what are you great at? What were you super at in your last job, in your last career? Were you a stay-at-home parent? What were you super at with your family? You, that's a business. Running a house is a business that I don't want to do full-time. Thank goodness for my husband. He does that well. <laughs> um, what, were you, what are you great at with your family, in your community? Are you the one that gets everybody together for the holidays and makes sure there's a gift exchange and 
you know, or are you the one that goes out in the community and makes an impact? And you think it's this big because only you, you and a few people know about it. But it's this big. You just don't see that it's this big. What are those skills? Pull those. What were you good in childhood? In high school, in college? What got you excited? What were you great at? What did people high five you over? All of those skills, channel those into your real estate business when we, when I'm done talking, when we're done. In six minutes, don't wait till tomorrow. Don't wait for Monday. Channel that into your real estate business right now. Question number two, why did you get into real estate in the first place? Why? Write it down. Why did you get in real estate in the first place? Why? What did you really want? This is a time for you to be vulnerable with yourself. You don't have to tell me. If you want to, hit me up. You don't have to tell me, but tell yourself the truth. Honestly, was it more money? Was it more time? If it's more money, how much more money? Did you define it? Don't just say 100,000. Everybody says that. What's the real number, right? If it is, great. But what's the real number? If it's more time, what do you plan to do with that time? What? You've got to make it real. Were you going to spend that time with family? Were you going to spend it with yourself? Were you going to take better care of yourself? You don't have to be 400 pounds and not be taking care of yourself. Were you going to go to the spa once in a while? Were you going to take a walk? Were you going to climb a mountain? Were you going to bungee jump? Were you going to travel somewhere? What were you going to do with that time that you wanted, that you came to real estate to get? Get honest and vulnerable with yourself about that. If you build a habit of sacrificing things you don't really want from day one in real estate, you will build that as your routine. And it is hard to teach an old dog new tricks. It's hard. It's not impossible, but it's hard to unravel that routine. It can be done. So what if you build habits from day one, great habits? Or what if you just call today day one and you started building great habits from today? Even when you're not making the money you want to make or you don't have the time that you want to make and you're making sacrifices that you don't necessarily want to wait, want to make, what if you could build your business the way you want it? You can. I learned it the hard way. You can actually do more when you do less, better. Do less, better. Write that down so you can think about it. That's a whole nother topic too. But th think about it. That's the absolute truth. Last year, I wanted to double my listings. Even some of my peers that love me said, nah, it's a low inventory market. You won't double your listings. I double my listings. I focused on it. I had to get rid of something else, but I focused on it. So already done a truth and a lie, right? Okay, so now you know this one is the truth. The most successful, effective agents just spend more time working or spend more time working smarter. Yes, that is the truth. The most successful, effective agents spend more time working smarter. I did not say spend more time working. I said working smarter right? What does that mean? It doesn't mean we're not smart because I didn't start out working smarter in this business. And I was real smart. I still am. <laughs> but I was working harder, right? The truth is the most successful, effective agents spend more time working smarter and not harder because they implement systems that work for them. They find systems that work for them. They implement fast, they monitor, they adjust, they stay the course. Vigilant in their quest, 
to work more effectively. They might spend, spend more time than we do on, um, or that you are, or I am on building processes, learning systems, implementing, but they don't necessarily have to work more hours to achieve that. They get excited about building and they do it afraid. They do it in fear, but they just do it. They also invest in their own abilities. They get a coach or coaches to keep them accountable, to train them, the right people for them, the right fit for them. They put their health and relationships first. Whoo, this is a big learning for me. Still is. That's that's real right there. Still is. They put their health and their relationship first. Ready? Don't get nervous. Above their clients. And I promise you, your clients don't know the difference. Actually, you show up better for your clients than you ever had before. And I don't care if they were five-star raving fans or about to be 10-star raving fans. They don't even know how great you were. When I think about if I had invested in myself sooner, how much more successful I could have been. Oh, I mean, because I wasn't honest about what I what success looked like for me. It may have, and that's not regret. That's just awareness. That's just awareness, right? Because now I do put my relationships and my health first. Am I perfect at it? No, I got days where I got the phone at the dinner table and I'm like, oh, got a course correct. We're all human, right? But it's awareness. Those agents you admire that you see as successful and efficient, they operate at a higher level and they avoid burnout because of the self-care, because of the processes, because of the systems, because they implement fast. They take days off and they go on vacations. They attend masterminds if that's their thing. They attend trainings if that's their thing. They don't live in a mindset of, I cannot leave my business for five seconds um, because they have tools and systems and processes in place. They've learned leverage at a high level. And they learn it at a higher level every day. Even as soon as I think I get good at leverage, I find something to get better at, right? It's never too early to start doing this, guys. And it's never too late. I did not start this way. I told you I worked way harder. I had plenty of moments of burnout in my career. When I stopped all of that and did the work to put myself first, I started and I, I embraced working smarter in my business through leverage and systems and processes and tools, which I was really good at in corporate America, but didn't think to apply to building my business here. Go figure. Um, now I have more time to run a successful real estate business and run a coaching business. I have time to go on vacation. I'm going to take a few vacations this year. Um, I took the hard road to get here. And so part of what I want to do on Fridays is give you nuggets and information that allow you to not take the hard road to get here. I want you to learn more quickly through my failures and any mentor you work with and anybody that comes on, right, to share their successes and their failures. Um, and if you don't have a mentor that's doing, that's helping you learn and encouraging you, and if they're not encouraging you or you just don't have one, A, get one. And if you have one that's not good, get a new one. I waited too long um, out of loyalty. Loyalty does not move you where you need to move in your business. So I love you guys. <laughs> I hope you enjoyed Two Truths and a Lie. Um, next week, I want to tell you, we are going to have, we're going to spill the tea with my friend Becky Wright. Becky was a new agent in the business. 
Um, last year, she moved into a new area with no SOI, with a brand new shiny real estate license. She did 5.8 million in her first year, made six figures in a real estate market um, that is just a regular, regular Midwestern market, nothing special. So she's going to come on and she's going to tell us how she did that. So I know where I don't know if we can cue the dance party, but if not, we'll do it in our head. <laughs> Thanks for joining me, you guys. I'll see you next week. If you'd like more information or to get connected to the Agent Power Huddle, join our free Facebook group. This call was designed for the agents in our EXP organization, but open to any agent from any brokerage. If you're a guest and you're interested in learning more about EXP or our specific resources within the Agent Collective, reach out to the person who invited you to this call to get more info. Produced by the Agent Collective Media Network.